Okay, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Wherever you are in the world, welcome to Free Association. This is going to be a short clip show. I'm going to be here about 10 minutes. I've got an eight minute clip to play, which is Dr. Angelique Coetzee speaking to Nigel Farage a couple of hours ago on Nigel Farage's show on uh, GB News, uh, which is turning out to be a pretty good place to get information. Um, it's an eight, as I say, it's an eight minute clip talking about the Omicron variant. This is the doctor that's, that discovered the Omicron variant in South Africa. So she's the person that knows what's happening. Nigel Farage obviously knows that and knows of some disinformation being put out by the British government and the British opposition, opposition party, the Labour Party. So there's, there's some collusion going on of some sort and from some fear mongering going on. But this is the, the clip. I'll let it play at eight minutes and just listen to what she has to say. Which we didn't. And Dr. Angelique Curtsy, welcome to GB News. And can I begin by congratulating you for helping to identify this variant and for warning the world? You've done us all a great service. Thank you, Nigel. It is a pleasure to be on your show, and I hope I can add some value. Although I, uh, I doubt that the UK believe us when we say that we have mild disease. Um, you know, uh, but but that's what we have. Well, it's, it's yeah, I, and this is why this is why talking to you is so important because the variant's been around for a considerable amount of time in South Africa, and from what I've been looking at and reading, it would appear that deaths of people with COVID are actually falling very very sharply, and it seems that compared with some of the other variants that we've experienced over the course of the last 20 months, that actually this is a much milder form of COVID-19. Uh, please just tell us what the South African experience has been. Um, Nigel, yes, you're absolutely correct. Um, we are experiencing it as a much milder form. Remember, we also um, came out um, from the Delta wave. Delta is a scary variant. Um, Never, ever would I like to be part of any Delta variant mutation going forward. That, you know, it's, it's really scary. And with a very, uh, also a very similar um, or, or a very confined type of clinical picture. Uh, you know, if you have seen uh, a few Delta patients, you, you, you pick up the clinical picture and you know the dangers of, of Delta. So when we first saw the Omicron, we've got a different clinical picture. It's definitely a different cl clinical picture. It's not the same than Delta. We also was extremely worried. You know, um, we, we brought in the same measurements that we would have, or treatment guidelines that we would have done for Delta. And um, two weeks after the, the first patients that we have seen, we're starting to realize, but this is a mild disease. 
um, you know, there's no cytokine storm um, at primary healthcare level where the majority of patients come, go, go, you know, go and visit with their symptoms. Also, we, we run a huge campaign out in South Africa um, trying to, to explain the symptoms, the clinical symptoms, and, and, and urging people to please get um, tested. Um, so the, the idea is um, because it's a mild disease, it can easily be missed. And if you can get them tested, and you can make the doctors understand, on the other hand, that that patient sitting in front of you, who might only come in with a complaint of a light, slight um, cold, might be actually your, your, your Omicron. You need to get them out of the circulation. You need to get them to isolate, and you need to get quarantine. Um, and then, again, we needed to see how much of a cytokine storm we would get going yeah. further. Which we didn't. And remember the oxygen, you know, with Delta, oxygen is your, your goal, one of your gold standards. And um, we ran nearly out of oxygen with Delta. Um, and again, yeah, with, with Omicron, there's no oxygen requirements at primary health care. I'm not aware of one family practitioner that prescribed oxygen, over oxygen. Because I wish it was Delta with it. So in some ways, could you even argue that if people get this variant and the symptoms are mild, they're actually building up natural immunity uh, with a much lower risk than some of the other variants posed? Well, I think, I think that, you know, it would be safe to say, yes, um, that might be a possibility. Um, because, again, of the mildness, so interesting enough, um, the, uh, the, the, the data that we are getting is that the people in ICU with COVID, um, that's COVID-related. We're now not talking about anyone being admitted to hospital and then incidentally got COVID as well. And then, um, you know, everyone has been told there are so many high COVID-positive cases in the hospital, but, in, but truth to be told, it's more incidental. So we are, we, we, the, the majority of the patients, that's real COVID patients in ICU, it's about 88% of them um, is, is um, unvaccinated. So the vaccines definitely play a role um, in preventing um, severe disease. However, um, with mild disease, we see a 50-50. You know, I've seen every, you, you name it and I've seen it. Um, being, having COVID before, not being vaccinated, get reinfected. Having had COVID before, vaccinated, fully vaccinated, getting COVID again. Um, or any combination that you can think of, we have seen. Yeah. I mean, we're, being encouraged. Mm. we're being encouraged to get boosters now. You know, the, the, the Prime Minister is turbocharging boosters. I mean, obviously, these boosters were designed before uh, the variant came into being. But what would you say to people about getting a booster? Well, I would say before you get your booster, make sure that all your healthcare workers are at least vaccinated. Make sure that all your vulnerable people has been vaccinated, and then um, run the campaign with the booster shots, and then you again start with booster shots first for your healthcare workers mm -hmm. and your um, 60 pluses, 50 pluses people who has um, uh, immune compromised diseases, people that cannot afford to get um, any form of COVID, whether it's um, Omicron or Delta. Uh, just to, to, to protect them as much as possible. But it's no use running, you know, giving boosters and your half of your population or three quarters um, or a quarter of your population has not yet been vaccinated. You need to get everyone vaccinated. But simultaneously run a, uh, okay. a campaign of, of, of uh, not mandatory, but 
that, that let him choose. And on this, on this particular variant, the Prime Minister at lunchtime has said we must set aside the idea that it's mild. And, and actually last night, uh, four times in an address to the nation, described this as an emergency. Taking politics out of it completely, from a medical perspective, does it look to you like the British are overreacting? Well, the overreact from the moment that South Africa um, announced that we have Omicron with uh, 30 muta plus mutations, you know, within 24 hours we got slammed. So, um, you know, and I, I, I would be extremely, um, it would be very interesting to see whether whether the British people have a different type of Omicron than the rest of the world, because um, it doesn't matter how many times we are saying it's a mild disease, it seems yeah. to us that some scientists or some people doesn't really want to believe us, you know, and, and, and I've even been asked the question, am I not biased because I'm saying it is a mild disease, but go and look at our hospital stats, you know, go and look and you will see that um, it, it, our numbers are not increasing that much anymore. Um, and our, yes, our infectivity rate was yesterday 28%, but again, um, normally uh, about 100, uh, between 70,000 and 100,000 people come tested per, per day, that's quite a lot. And, the, and yesterday only about 60,000 uh, people vaccinated, uh, went to for tests. So you have to play, look at the clinical picture as well. Well, I'm delighted to hear good news from South Africa, uh, and we are told that it is the South African variant we've got. Uh, and thank you for your experience. Thank you for warning the world, uh, which is a great piece of work that you did. Uh, and thank you for joining me here on GB News. There you go. So that's the whole eight minutes. Uh, it was a very interesting conversation. Obviously, it's a mild variant. There's not that many differences between the population of South Africa and the population of, of Britain. Uh, it might be skewed slightly in the direction of, of younger in South Africa, but and and un, and more unvaccinated. So, if there was going to be a crisis, it would be in South Africa amongst the unvaccinated, or maybe not. I don't know. I don't think that it's an emergency doesn't seem to me like to be an emergency. seems more likely, I've said this on Facebook earlier on today, that it's, it's going to provide some immunity, some natural immunity. And natural immunity is as good, if not better, than vaccine-produced immunity. In my view, it's better, much better. But from the medical statistician's point of view, I don't know. It's, to me, it's much better to get a mild version of a disease that provides immunity than to have somebody messing around with your cells to produce some kind of genetic mutation that produces a, a thing that might give you immunity if you're lucky. It's not, that's not a, to me, it's not a viable situation. I wouldn't go anywhere near that, particularly if it's untested or less, less well-tested than a decent vaccine. So I'm not a fan of vaccines. I'm not a fan of Big Pharma. I never will be. So um, you pay your money and you take your choice, personally. I believe the woman that identified the variant in South Africa, I know that it's mild. And I'll take my chances with a mild virus. So I'll, I'll catch you later. Thanks for listening. And goodbye.